I really feel like Lane Kim would buy this book that you wrote. <laughs> Do you agree? <laughs> I think she would. I think she would have to hide it, of course, under the <laughs> yeah. floorboards Absolutely. or something. Absolutely. Welcome to No Thanks for Booked. I'm Molly. And I'm Katie. And this is a podcast where we look at life through a bookish lens. We are so, so excited to welcome Keiko Agena on the podcast today. She's an actress, artist, and author of No Mistakes, a workbook for imperfect artists. Keiko, thanks so much for joining us today. Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, Before we talk about your book, we have to kind of acknowledge and gush a little bit about Gilmore Girls because how could we not? (laughs) In case (laughs) listeners are unaware, Keiko played Lane Kim on Gilmore Girls. Yes, I did. I did. Seven Um, seasons. We are big fans. Oh, thank you so much. It's it's the show that I watch over and over and always have on in the background. And I love it. Yeah, I probably have seen it like seven times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lane Kim is the best character. Her friendship with Rory is too pure for this world. (laughs) We loved it. She's a good kid. I like that kid. She's a good kid. I like both of those kids. Oh, yes. I really feel like Lane Kim would buy this book that you wrote. (laughs) Do you agree? (laughs) I think she would. I think she would have to hide it, of course. Under the floorboards <laughs> yeah, or something. Absolutely. Um, she wouldn't want uh, her mother to be suspicious at all about any type of frivolous uh, book writing or filling in of pages so or true. anything that says creativity anywhere near <laughs> the top. Uh, yes. I think she would like it. She'd be I hope all so. about it. Yes. Can you tell us, um, can you tell our listeners a little bit more about your book and the philosophy behind it? Oh, sure. So the book is a, um, uh, it's sort of a journal, a creative journal, uh, where I have uh, drawing prompts and writing prompts. Um, I have quotes, my favorite quotes that I have ever read. And then I write also about my philosophy about how to be creative and kind of heal the creative artist within us. And I Mm -hmm. think that uh, I think that the reason why it's called No Mistakes is because I think that a lot of times we're too hard on ourselves. And so mm-hmm. this yeah. idea that we have to be perfect or we have to be a certain way or a certain mold, I like to change that a little bit and to look at what we think are our imperfections as uh, what makes us unique and kind of explore that a little bit instead of trying so hard to sort of fit a certain mold. And so that's what that's what all of the exercises are kind of geared to, to finding who you are as an artist and what your voice is and, and, and finding space to be really accepting of it. That's sort of the idea. I love that. Oh, I love good. that. And I love that your, I love that your book is all about, you know, it's, it translates to life as well. Like any misstep is an opportunity for yes. growth and creativity and That's not just in art. Yeah. Yes. And I love yeah. I love that it's interspersed with coloring pages and your original artwork um, and exercises to just teach people to, you know, confront their creative boundaries and rethink their art, find their voice. Yeah. It's just so yeah. good. It oh, is. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and we know that this the book kind of came to you or sort of the philosophy was built because you do a lot of improv. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about how 
how you got into improv and how long you've done it. I'm curious um, because this is not a part of a part of you that I knew about before this book. Oh, well, I am a huge fan of improv. I'm uh, obsessed <laughs> with it. I love it. It's, it's one of those things that takes uh, forever to master. Um, I'm definitely just on the path of it. But I really started before Gilmore Girls was even done, I think. Uh, mm. So a long time ago did I take my first class at Groundlings. And it was because, I, you know, I came to it as an audience member first. I would see an improv show yeah. and I would laugh so hard. And if, and if improv is done very well, it also tugs at your heartstrings. I know that sounds strange because it's a mm. comedy show. But I think the best part <laughs> of comedy is when it reveals something truthful or something vulnerable about, about a person. Or the reason why someone acts like such a jerk is really because they're just a... You know, they're covering so much uh, a hurt, <laughs> uh, which I, I don't know why it yes, always makes me yes. laugh cry when I see that. Um, so yeah. so I so I became a student of it and I and I take classes at all the different improv places and I get to perform sometimes. And um, that became the title of the book. And then also um, the way that I draw is also uh, a little bit of that no mistakes philosophy because I draw normally in pen and I don't really sketch out hmm. first or I don't know what it is going to become because it's abstract and I just kind of just I just kind of build on whatever is there before. I love that. That's a long yeah, answer, that but it's yes. so cool to me. <laughs> oh, and, great. and how long did it how long did it take you to kind of learn to embrace the imperfections in your art or have you always just kind of done that? No, I think it's um, uh, just an ongoing process. I'm still doing it. I, and, I, and that's why I th hopefully this book is for people who are just starting out in um, learning about their own creativity and also people who have been working professionally for a long time because I think there are always those cycles of at any level that you are in your career where things become hard and when sometimes when there are a lot of eyeballs on you it becomes even more difficult to um, really be vulnerable and take risks so I think that I'm always yeah. trying to find that place of, of of letting go and still being in the in a headspace to explore and go easy with yourself uh, so I think it's continual yeah such a good answer. Uh, yeah. No Mistakes really focuses on crushing your inner perfectionist, which kind of speaks yeah. to what you were just saying. Um, why do you think creative people need to fight against perfectionism so much? It seems to be sort of a universal issue for creatives. Yeah. Well, I, I wonder, do you think that, because um, I sort of think that everybody, I don't know where it comes from, but yeah. I don't know where at what point we have this sort of image about even even not being creative just how we're supposed to live yeah, that's so true you, you know yeah. I don't I don't know I don't, where does that come from like our parents or or <laughs> television ads yeah. or something. society standards who knows yeah and, and so I think that it's a yeah definitely in art because it's it I think art is messy a lot of time I don't know where, where art is that's good that's kind of perfect and comes out fully formed. I think, I think good yes. art is always reaching yeah. for something and we enjoy it or I enjoy it when I see the, um, the risks and the, and the exposure of it. Um, mm. so that's what I like the best. I, I, I kind of like that better than something that maybe seems so 
perfect and polished um, and settled. Yeah. Uh, it reminds yeah. me a little bit of um, – and I, I've, I've heard actually that this is not true, but I'm going to, I'm not sure. I'm not sure whether it's true or not, but I've heard <laughs> yeah. that the Amish, when they are, when the Amish uh, artisans are creating something like a quilt, they will purposefully put at least one mistake into, into it because. Interesting. Yeah. Isn't I it love that. But it reminds me of that, like just adding that automatically into whatever you're doing to take away almost the pressure of making it perfect. I love that because, idea. Yeah. Let's say that yeah. it's true, regardless of whether it yeah. is or not. I want to believe it's that so it's lovely. true. For, it's such a lovely yeah, the, idea and image. Yeah. I adore yeah. that. The first time I heard that, I, I, I latched onto it because, because I also loved that. I loved the idea that what you're looking at is, is so beautiful, and yet it's still, it's still not perfect. So, yeah, yeah. And you, when you take away that pressure, mm-hmm. what you're creating is so much more. That's mm-hmm. where the pushing mm-hmm. your creative boundaries mm-hmm. comes from, probably. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I um, think that when we're when we're creating that way, doesn't it feel like that it's uh, it's sort of fear based? Because and it's yes. you're bringing yes. that kind of judgmental yeah. mind in while you're creating, which I think you know you you do need to edit at some point and kind of look objectively at what you're creating but you know you kind of have to leave that till a little later like not while you're yeah working yes. and exploring I think it's separate yeah. right yeah. yeah that's so true um so what advice would you give someone who's just starting to maybe find her inner artist or someone mm-hmm. who wouldn't describe herself as creative somebody who comes to you and says, I'm just, I don't think I'm a creative person. What, what advice would you give that person? Well, I always think that, uh, you know, what's funny about books like this is I think that they're self-selecting. You know, where, where if, mm-hmm. if you're browsing through the, you know, the shelf or something and you look at it and you pick it up, I think there's something inside that... Uh, that is that creative person that has that curiosity. Um, so I think that uh, it's great, whether it's this book or any other book, to just, just even if it's really private at first, but just you know start to write or journal or draw. Um, um, and if you're very, very, very starting uh, out, that's not a real sentence. If you're starting out, uh, <laughs> you know, keep you can keep it to your to yourself. Um, but just, just begin because I think that curiosity is a sign. And I, and I think that sometimes, you know, we need to, um, get into the habit of being good listeners to that voice. Cause sometimes it's really quiet. I think that's the whole purpose of this yeah. book is to kind of help us because the creativity is there. It's all there. It's just to help us listen a little bit better to those little voices that are saying, I want to try this and just le- yes. letting that have a space. That, that's my philosophy, I think. Yeah. And I love you. You actually have a part in the book where you talk about this idea of um, calling yourself an artist. I love what, yeah. what you said. Uh, uh-huh. You don't have to call yourself an artist. You are one. The process yeah. of living in that understanding, however, is ongoing. Yeah. That's so encouraging to people who want to tap into creativity. Yeah. Um, 
it kind of reminds me of have you have you read The Artist's Way by Oh, definitely. Julia, Julia Cameron. Cameron. Yes. Oh, she's definitely yeah, an influence kind of, of mine. Idea. I mean, yes, if that um if I can give another I've plugged that book to so many of my friends. If you mm. are in a tough space. Now her her book is a 12-week process and it's very in-depth, but it is life-changing. I will plug yeah, her book again yeah. just to say that it it's an amazing book and it really helps you also to go through the process of finding your strength and your uh, confidence in yourself. For sure. I love that book. Yes. Yes. I totally agree. Yeah. I'm going to circle back here a little bit, but we know that from another interview that you did, that this book started out as an adult coloring book. And I'm really curious as to how it became something more at what point where you're like no I this needs to be something else or something more than an adult coloring book well I think very early on when we were talking um uh Amanda She, who was my first editor and Monica Odom who is my manager we when we were talking about what to pitch as far as to get um be, before we knew it was going to be a book you know we have to just you know convince um, Tarcher mm-hmm. Perigee to, to, to do it is that uh, talking about the, the, the coloring book would be is, is one idea but then as we went back and forth I also started to think well well what is the book that I really need hmm. um, I like adult coloring books and that's um, I, I enjoy that but if I'm going to make a book and if this is the only book I ever write, what is the one thing that I would, if I was passing by, would want to pick up and, and, and would really help me uh, personally? Mm-hmm. And so then if I started to ask those, that difficult question, I had to be more honest about what it is that I actually wanted to put out there. And so that it became yeah. a little, um, uh, it just became a, a little deeper um, in the in the writing of it, uh, so I think that's how it developed. And then I just wrote on um, um, a lot of index cards where I would just write down mm-hmm. um, little <laughs> tidbits of thoughts or an idea or a, or or something, and just throw it in a box and 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 start to collect uh, uh, suggestions to myself of what what hmm. might be on the pages. So that was sort of the process yeah. of it. Yeah, I think also that strikes me as. Um, it, it becomes a truer book when you're when you are writing something that you that you need or that you want to pick up. Um, yeah, and yeah. I love that. Oh, thanks. I do too. All right. Well, we have a few minutes here, and uh-huh. something that we like to ask our guests all the time is, "What are you currently reading?" Um, well, I will say one of the books that I do have that was a gift from, uh, from this artist who I, who, who I know is, uh, Yumi Sakugawa. She has a book, uh, a little book of life hacks and it's beautifully drawn and, uh, it's just one of those things where I love the feel of it. It's beautiful inside Mm -hmm. and out the, the little, uh, 
things that they have that she has in there but just the whole look and feel of it is 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 so pleasant to me and especially sometimes sometimes <laughs> these days when it's uh so stressful in our day-to-day yeah. life what <laughs> after half an hour in the morning where I wake up and scroll through Twitter uh you know it's nice to have yeah. something mm-hmm. for your eye to rest on and she's so she's such a spiritual person that it's uh I love the her philosophy is very similar to just uh you know just uh, the finding and trusting that inner inner voice and that inner self. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll include a link to that book in the, sh- oh, great. In the show notes. Oh, great. Because yeah. um, that sounds awesome. Is there any, any sort of like last minute, anything that you hope – sorry, let me rephrase. What mm-hmm. do you hope people take away from the book ultimately? Um, ultimately – and this is where I'll get very ambitious, but um, my <laughs> dream, <laughs> my my ultimate hope overall is that we can be kinder to each other. So, mm-hmm. if if yes. maybe people in the process of working through this book can be kinder to themselves and their creative process, maybe if that spills over in any way to be kinder also in how we listen to other people and people with differing ideas um, and be more open and accepting to different types of art and point of view, um, political also. To me, that would be (laughs) amazing. So if there's any little little piece of this book that is towards uh, that goal, um, that would oh, make there me totally very happy. is. <laughs> there totally is because okay. you're you're teaching people to have empathy for their own their own process, their own oh, creative good. process, right. and how to yeah not be so self critical. And I think that translates definitely to having empathy and being kind to the people around us. Yeah. Oh, great. Well, and to think broadly about also what is included in art. I think you touch on that in the book as well. Um, oh, good. Yeah. 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 Which also extends to being thinking feeling thinking broadly about people. You know, I think that art teaches us so much about the world in general and mm. so what we learn in the artistic process, no matter what that artistic process is or what you're doing that's artistic, you know. I think you will yeah. you will learn. So I think while it may be ambitious, Keiko, I think that it's <laughs> not unrealistic. Oh good. Exactly. Yay. That's the goal. That's the dream. Well, thank you so much, Keiko, for joining us today and talking about your book and your philosophy. Um, We will include all of your info info in our in our show notes, all the links where you can buy um, no mistakes. And yeah, thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you very much. We hope that you guys enjoyed that episode with Keiko Agena. We loved talking to her. Loved it so much. I love her. A little ideas bit surreal on. for me. To yeah, be totally surreal. <laughs> so before we kind of sign off, I know we we got our order a little crazy today, mm-hmm. but what are you currently reading, Katie? Um, I am currently reading. Well, I just finished the fancy book that I was reading by uh, Robin Hobb. And I'm reading nothing different than last time I was talking to you. Still reading Anne of Green Gables, still reading Crazy Rich Asians, and I'm probably going to pick up another book today. We'll see because, I don't know, it's 
my thing. Three books at a time, apparently. Yes. Um, I am also reading Anne of Green Gables, and I love it. I'm Guys, so it's official. Happy. It's official. I'm reading Anne of Green Gables for the first time ever, and it's amazing, and I love it. And I just want Anne to be my daughter or my best friend or me. So Yeah. Well, you probably – do you identify with her at all? Because I know oh she – Oh, my goodness. Yes, she's a she's a four on the Enneagram, for sure. Oh, yeah, like without a doubt. For sure. <laughs> um, I'm also reading The Ensemble, but – and I forget who it's by, but I'll put all the info in the show notes. But um, it's good. It's really good. I'm like – I like the writing style. Good. I haven't gotten very far. I know you but, were worried um, about that, so I'm glad that it's – I'm glad that it's exceeding yeah, your expectations. I'm, yes, I think I'm going to continue to love it. Good. But we shall see. Yeah. Thanks so much for sticking around. Um, make sure to check out our website, nothanksforbooked.com. Feel free to send us an email at nothanksforbooked at gmail.com. And you can find all of our social links on our website. Also, we have a book club that we run over on Patreon. If you're interested in uh, being part of that book club or just um, like our podcast enough that you'd like to help contribute to making it happen, check out Patreon. We have a fun little community over there. We love being a part of it, and we love how it's how it's growing. I think that's everything for today, friends. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, stay, stay booked. booked.